table this your girl sylvia she her and hers what up it's tori she her and hers welcome back <laughs> yeah welcome back hey where we so been where we I, been where we been look we didn't we're in gilead listeners a warning like hey y'all we're taking a hiatus we're going on break we did kind of say recording <laughs> we did kind of say something well, we to the effects of, you know, because we've been week. busy because, yeah. you know, our recordings have been further and further apart. They weren't uh, right. every week like we used to have it. So, right. you know, but we also didn't know. It wasn't like we said, hey, let's take this long hiatus. It was yeah. always like, oh, I'm busy here. I'm busy there. Next thing you know was, you know, I'm almost a year later. Later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we should mention we did try recording at least once in between. It just the technology fucked up. It didn't work. And we just, yeah, we didn't get to post yeah. the episode. So, but we are, uh, yeah, we, it's been almost a year and that's okay. Yes. We always, yeah. It wasn't our job. Unless no. you want to pay this to be our job, then you're going to get what you get. Donate. Donate. Yeah. Right. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I gotta, you know, I got bills I gotta pay. Bills, bills, bills. Yeah. Bills. Um, and so now our new uh greetery here in the uh US for us ladies is under his blessed eye. be the fruit. Under his eye. Yep. Middle word open. <laughs> that's that's where we're at. That's now. actually the one we tried to record was right after we got all our autonomy taken from I think so. You know, it was probably because it was two women recording. And there's probably something embedded in the technology that's like, no, 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 ladies. Yeah. I'm sorry, you didn't get permission to do this. Yeah. Therefore, you guys are not. part of the resistance. We're somewhere, you know, you our names cannot. are somewhere. You can, yeah. ma'am, do that because you do not own your body anymore. You have right. no autonomy. Yeah. Trip. Like, can we just like, it still trips me out. It yeah. trips me out that literally, federally speaking, Oregon, we're still good. Washington, we're still uh, but that's good. that's all like depending on how the political wave goes. Right, exactly. It is not right. an assurance. Right. So right now we're good, but it is a trip to me to think under federal law, as a woman, I do not have the right to autonomy over my body. Right. That's weird. Right. And then those people screaming about the getting the injection. Government can't tell me to get a shot. Bullshit. bullshit. I don't need no right. My mask. And who are the first ones screaming for? Yeah. yeah for women yeah. not to have autonomy over their own bodies. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I mean, and, that, and let's be for real. Even with that law, we still didn't have autonomy because, no. you know, we're, we live in a rape culture. Right where right. it's a slap in the hand right. yes uh yeah. where the, the the loopholes and we've we've identified those stories where there's the loophole of yeah right. you can rape your wife while she's sleeping 
um, but not while she's awake. Right, right. I yeah, mean, like th- yeah, those all those very different depending on what state you're in, you can right. your wife and uh, have sex with her with and she has no means of consenting, but it's actually still legal. Right. Married to her. You can because she her, maybe did get a chance to say her. no. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. In some level, in certain states, there was all there's always been this, but now I mean it's just a trip that on a fucking federal national level, and the yeah. links that they will go to to prohibit a woman to travel to a state to where they can access women's right, right, productive health care, right. And we did talk. I don't know if we it was in that jacked up recording, but we did talk about. Um, you know how difficult it is like you know for those people that are like oh it's going to be used for birth control and it's like you know i don't know any woman that says yeah i'm waiting and ready for my little cervical cancer test you know for the pap smear i'm okay with spreading my legs open and then putting that metal you know that metal tongue up there to open everything up and get in there and swab i you know i'm like do you understand the just the and I, the, I mean the day who cares like they obviously if, care if you don't like the idea of a woman using abortion as a means to control birth right yeah that's your issue that's right. not your issue it's yeah. a very intense way of birth control right like in yeah. an age of all of the different birth controls that exist whether it's a uh, pill uh, depo uh iud uh nuva ring like the, the 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 plethora of birth control that's available doesn't mean that woman, people have access to that right if a woman chooses because that's the easiest means for her to access birth control abortion every time she gets pregnant that's her choice mm-hmm. i don't have to like it i don't have to agree with it but it's her fucking body and it's her fucking choice yeah you know uh, am I concerned for her overall health for multiple abortions? Sure. But again, that's her body. That's yep. her choice. Yeah. She has so many abortions because that's her means of birth control. And at some point she wants to conceive and then she can't conceive. That's a consequence she will have to face. Not my, yeah. not my consequence. Yeah. Consequence, consequence, consequence. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, it's not my consequence. Right. Nor is it. Or is it my job to say that's not right? Right. Like you can't do that. Right. No, you can't. You actually can't. You can't. Yeah. But again, to your point, do, do you want to go through that intense form of birth control every time when there's right. something else out there? Right. Like that. It's not like oh, an abortion's fun. You know what right. I want to do today? I want to go down and get my inside scraped. Right. I want to go get my uterine wall scraped. I want to get my um, you know, that that's fun. Yeah, that's a good time. That's what actually yeah. I want to do. Right. Waste my Sunday on that like, or no, Monday or whatever. Go do that. It's not like no. they're doing it for fun. Right. Because like you said, maybe that's the only access they have. Maybe they live in a very repressive, uh, oppressive family where even going and getting birth control, there's not an option. Right. But they can the- get to a clinic and they can get to a Planned Parenthood and, and have the procedure done. Without their family knowing right. about it right. or yeah. 
because you know we know a couple people even here you know right whose family is absolutely yeah and and, yeah uh yeah so it's weird to me to know and think that this is the reality we live in yeah you know like and women i mean these conservative women i'm like oh yeah yeah you You want to go back to the 50s but we talked about that in the recording this isn't about access for people that have means because the people that have means oh yeah right wing conservative fucking marjorie taylor uh beaufort and all yeah. those fucking douchebags that want this, they have the means to access the health care that they want. And who knows if Bobart even got, had one? You know what I'm saying? Because she coming from the streets, too. She ain't like, you know, uh, uh, somebody that was born with the silver spoon. Because, right. you know, she coming from the streets where her man's out there showing his dick to, you know, young ladies and at the roller rink. <laughs> She she is she's a hood rat. Let's just put it that way. Well, and she's you a. Know? I mean, she what she was in. She was on what is that? Sugardaddy.com or whatever. Ted Cruz, DM her, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If anybody should understand, <laughs> right? you would think that she would. But right? you know, money talks. But yeah, yeah it's money not talks. About what they can do and what right? Like that's what I'm saying. It's not about them and what they can access. It's about how can I control the people that I want to control most right. people in poverty right. color, you know, and how can I stay there? Cause you know, and like everybody is ignorance, like- to me, it's a level of ignorance of not understanding that the procedures that the procedure that abortion is, there's a part of that that can also be used to save a woman who has an ectopic pregnancy or a pregnancy where shit, has gone south and in order to save you're going to need to do a dnc and you do these things under the fucking rule they're essentially outlawing that right and which what we saw right in the beginning of all this we saw women who who went into the emergency and and days passed before they were able to get the procedure because here's the other thing is that the doctor may want to do it, but the doctor lives in fear of being prosecuted. Oh, yeah. Losing the license and everything else. Right. right. For doing life-saving procedure because it the procedure falls under the categories of what abortions are. I wonder if, the, you know, the medical board, have they weighed in on this? Like, are they saying, yes. hey, we'll take, yes. we'll, yes. we'll take the doctor's license as well? The, everybody has said this is not this is not appropriate medical care but have they taken a stand to say hey even if the doctor is prosecuted right we're not taking their I license think some away. states yeah have said we're not going to do that but the problem is that there's also a prosecution part of it where no i'm have, talking like the medical board right, itself right and not regardless of prosecution not gonna, we're not going to yeah take someone's license for for life-saving health care right then the next barrier comes of well the state could still prosecute them for killing for for murder right and so those doctors are like well 
I don't have the money, you know, I don't have the means to defend myself, nor do they want to go through that process. Yeah. You know, like if someone yeah, it's stressful, Oh, if you do your job in a certain way, you can be charged with a felony. Right. I probably would stop doing part of my job. Even right. if my governing body said, no, we're not going to uphold this. This is not, you know, right. Not it. Yeah. The fear of, uh, somebody storm trooping all up in your space right. and making an example of you, right. you know, also the, I mean, and you know, the level of ignorance that exists and, and, and I think this one was in Idaho when the fucking legislature like didn't understand, like he thought you could just do like an endoscope. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and for, off of the pocket. Ep- yeah. Topic. topic pregnancy yes <laughs> and then yeah. the doctor was like um that's There's not no how such it works thing. it doesn't yeah. work that way like that's not how the body the bio you know that right. isn't how the biology works sir right but again that's yeah. the problem when you have lawmakers that are um motivated by special interest groups who are giving them money those special interest groups being evangelical fucking christians who since since the 50s have been working towards this you know and then even after roe v wade have been okay now our number one goal is to overturn roe v wade right Right. millions millions billions probably billions of evangelical dollars literally funding this movement so at the end of the day this politician they see the dollar signs to support their campaign they don't fucking care because it's not going to affect them personally right i think it's going to affect uh their overall white majority you know what i'm saying this has nothing to do with jesus this has nothing to do with um you know any christian values at the end of the day this has to do with uh majority and minority yeah i mean it has to do with racism and oppression yeah and it has to do with getting elected and so here's the special interest group you know fucking rolling in with the millions of dollars of a donation to their campaign yeah with the caveat off and you'll support this bill that we want right we need these white ladies to produce more kids because, right. uh, you know, uh, we're not going to not voters. be replaced. We will right. not be replaced. Right. And these white women, we can't afford these white women just having uh, not having. And, and we'll take care of the kids of color by not providing um, prenatal care, <laughs> making sure they don't have access to uh, OBGYNs in their community and just, you know, overall not educating on you know, have you healthy seen, foods um, and that I kind of this, stuff. Uh, TikTok recently of the, you know, those guys, the ones that will troll like uh, um, uh, right wing protests, you know, yeah. they'll go and they'll like, you know, ask questions. And so there was this guy and he had a petition that supported um, free childcare and free school lunch for all children. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so he was, this was a, a, a fucking pro birthers march, right. An anti-choice march. So, yeah. you know, they're all about save the babies and save the children. Right. And da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. So he was going up to all of these participants and saying, would you like to sign my petition to support uh, free lunch and free childcare for children and, and free, uh, free pre-K as well, like pre-K school. Yeah. Did you know, these motherfuckers, one, 
one of the dudes was like, yeah, I'll sign it. Yeah, because that's what mattered. Like, he he was like ultra Christian, ultra, you know, Jesus-y dude. But he actually said, yeah, I'll sign it. The rest of them, oh, no, no. One, one bitch was like, oh, I don't think we should have free PK because that's where they start brainwashing our children into this woke mentality and that you know, this critical race theory stuff. Uh, hey, lady. Yeah. You know what happens in pre-K? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. People should have to pay for uh, lunch for their children. We shouldn't be just giving lunch away for free. So you're marching saying that you want to save the children from abortion. Right. But as soon as they come out, but yeah, on, your on own. their own, on, your on own. their own. <laughs> Parents should have had them. Yeah. Parents Who's need to take responsibility. Harder? Work harder because you you yeah. aren't working hard enough to pay for yeah. your child's lunch. You should work harder. Yeah, get out of here. Fuck you. That's all I got. Get out of here. Get I don't even want to hear it. Yeah. So um, here we are back again. Shady's back. Tell a friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. What's been going on since we've been out? Since we've been on hiatus? Well, anything fantastical yeah. in your life that you'd oh, like fantastical, to, whatever you know, yeah, no, what's happening in our lives? Uh, fantasticals, I had to take a break from you know the stories and stuff, even though I love like looking through and looking at the stories as they're coming up in the news feeds and stuff like that. The whole Tyree Nichols that just uh, you know, I, I couldn't even get into depth of reading the articles mm -hmm. you know just because I, I i already knew what the comments were going to be see it's not about police you know because well, yeah no it's not about were, race right yeah, yeah. like all yeah. of the you see see it's not racism right no it right. is racism because policing itself is a racist institution right and then you know then seeing how these five officers were it didn't look the same as when, uh, what's his name? Uh, George Floyd's dude. What was Chauvin? Yeah. Chauvin. It yeah. didn't look how he was able to just kind of, you know, go back home to his family while right. investigations he wasn't were happening until social media got involved. Right. Yeah. And these cats here, they got picked fired immediately. Right. Like, like it was uh, like flip. Within but days. who didn't was the white cop that started the initial tasing. The chase, yeah. Like he showed up on scene and started the tasing, started the attempted to tase. Yeah, yeah. Got pulled out of the car and said, well, I hope they stomp his ass. Right. That white man went home that day. Yeah. That boy kept man his little job. Was a state yeah. officer. Eventually he got dismissed and I'm not sure if he's been charged yet. I haven't followed up but and here's the other thing is we're not saying that what what we're literally protesting and saying was accountability so right you know because everybody was like oh well now you're not up up there destroying and protesting blah 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 because we didn't necessarily have to to demand a a, a firing a response and a response yeah because there was a response and that's what we we're protesting is there has to be a swift immediate response when we see shit like this happen right and exactly. so there wasn't the need to escalate to 
the level of you know no justice no peace because right. you saw Derek Chauvin like how long did Chauvin go without any kind of charging or anything like how long would he stay on the job prior to I, anything I can't remember but he had the opportunity to go and try to get a divorce from the wife start hiding assets mm -hmm. you know figuring out his financial situation you know because I remember the wife was out there filing for divorce mm -hmm. You know, so he had plenty of time to get his matters right, uh, you know, straightened out. Well, and we also we are actually already talked about this when the case, what was it, a few years ago, where the black officers um, yeah. shot killed that white, white lady, lady, right? And how swiftly they were uh dismissed and arrested and charged. Right. right? And police union missing an action there. Yep. No, yep. you know, nothing no support no nothing which i haven't actually looked up if what the union has done for these five officers if it, anything at all uh we would be seeing somebody up there on a microphone saying let's take you know uh we got to give proper investigation you know the same old they felt threatened with their lives, the same verbiage that you would consistently hear with other union uh, leaders. Yeah. I yeah. have heard. And then again, you know, because it's in my just feed, I'm not like, in, I was not investigating to go out there and say, did they? Let right. me check. Yeah. You know, because I was right, just, because I don't need you know, to that. That's that post. Again. Yeah, I, it's yeah. I don't need to dig deep into the oppressive nature of policing and police unions. Like we know right. it. Like that's um like even like the video. I I didn't watch one bit of the video. I, I didn't want to watch I saw it. the first part. Well, I'll, the only, I'll say this. The first part of what I saw was the initial stop in the middle of the street, by the way, right? Yeah. In unmarked vehicles. So I don't know about you, but it's dark. I, I'm on my way home. Some unmarked vehicle pulls up behind me maybe or maybe they didn't flash the lights or when they flash lights i don't know like i'd be a little fucking like hesitant like i don't know what's going on and so i did see the first part of that video where he's like complaining like he's like what i'm not doing anything i'm not doing anything and they're dragging him out of the car per usual right yeah not doing anything but we gotta drag them out of the car right not, oh actually could you just pull over to the side right over there we just you know we, we saw you do this or what right no fucking benefit of the doubt of whatever the fuck they were doing um so i did see that part of the video and i saw a, a, a small clip of the um it was like a security camera footage from afar right and, and see, the thing that. is That's that nobody see. is saying that police because obviously policing is a dangerous job right Nobody is saying, uh, don't be aware of your safety or, you know, be super nice. What we are saying is why use the same tactic across the board, whether it's that white banker or the black driver, uh, you know, where you see, you know, you see this image of this white man and you feel safe, right? Understand that, like, understand that as you go, if you're going to be rude, be rude to that white dude, not just to people of color. Like if you, you know, be consistent across the board. I don't want you to be rude, but I am just saying like, 
some consistency across the borders is what is you know here's, here's what i'd like to see here's just where, plain up consistency here's where i i'm i'm sick of that argument of it oh it's a dangerous job right um do you want to know let's let me just tell you the um i'll just tell you the top five dangerous jobs in the united states currently mm -hmm. number one log work loggers mm. loggers is number one um uh most dangerous job fatal injury 111 per hundred thousand number two aircraft pilots and flight engineers mm. number three derrick operators in oil and gas mining industry number four roofers number five garbage collectors number oh, six i wonder why iron. garbage yeah um number seven delivery drivers including driver sales workers and truck drivers oh number eight farmers number nine firefighting supervisors so now we're getting into like you know that kind of yeah industry. public safety number 10 power linemen let me scroll i'm i'm scrolling and i passed right in. and is this I like based to... off of like how many deaths on the job so it's fatal injury rate per hundred thousand and total deaths this is 2018 um so i mean it's a few years old but i mean i think it's relevant it is. you want to know where police officers fall on this dangerous it's a dangerous job it's very dangerous right. to be a police officer number 22 where? number 22 what yeah so essentially what and you're saying is garbage accident wait 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 the most commonest fa fatal accidents in policing is violence or other injury persons or animals number 22 number 22 okay. so i'm so i'm not i don't don't fucking give me that argument anymore because guess what the guy the amazon guy delivering my fucking amazon every damn day because i can't stay off of the amazon yeah. That guy has a more that guy, girl, or them has a more dangerous job than a police officer. Why? Because they're they're oh let me I'll go back. Yeah, to, check to see uh, why why is who was top number one? Uh number Five. one is loggers. Because yeah. um, so loggers, the most common fatal accidents, contact with objects and equipment. The most dangerous jobs in America is logging. Logging workers had a fatal accident rate of 33 times the average job nationwide. Um, log workers harvest forests, provide raw materials, blah, blah, blah. So um, logger worker, log, loggers work, use heavy machinery to fall trees and handle logs. Logging worker deaths are the most often caused by contact with logging machines and logs. Have you ever seen a logging operation? Oh my God. Have you ever seen a logging operation? Uh -uh. It's fucking dangerous. So like, I know a little bit something about this. Saw zipping around. I can, speak, I can speak on this from some lived experience. Not that I was ever a logger, but I did a job yeah. after the logging happened. Yeah. So after they clear a unit of forest, then they go, there's certain specs that have to, for the land to be replanted. So yeah. uh, some of it's piling the excess brush up and then that's burned in the wintertime. Sometimes. Yeah making a line all around the unit so then they can burn it in the summer or the not summer but like the the, the burning season right so when you log a unit you have this big fucking crane it's called a yeah. yarder, and then it has all these big steel uh wires that go down yeah. and it's usually steep hill right so a yeah. man you typically a man a, a person has to go down to and find a log and take this big huge fucking uh 
wire cable, tuck it under the log, hook it in so that the yarder can yard it up the um, uh, hill like, or whatever. Yeah, up the up yeah. the mountain. Well, it's not like it's all smooth, right? So the yeah. the the log is hooked in with the cable. It starts to pull on it, but as it pulls, you got to think about that tree has fallen down. It still has most of its branches on it. So then all those branches right. can touch on shit. So that shit can go. Right. The cable itself can snap because there's too much tension, right? So the person yeah. running the machine has to make sure they're keeping the right tension on it to pull it up. It could be getting, it could be sliding up the hill, hit another stump, which boom, and then that fucking makes the log Three. jump. So yeah. All if you're in the way things could go different ways and you're the person down there. And so once you get one hooked in, you don't just like, so then you have to start moving to another cable to get enough. Cause it's productivity, right? Yeah. It's so yeah. So it's not. Cable. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then on top of it, if you're the one cutting down the trees. So, um, when you're a faller, you're cutting the tree. And if, you know, if you're doing a job the job that you need to do you'll cut it so it will fall the way it needs to fall right but sometimes you'll do the cut and it it'll just it won't have been cut right or whatever and then the the tree itself will start to spin and then yeah. it falls backwards onto towards the and, and you would think like oh i could move really quick it just right fast yeah and actually a a childhood friend's father that's where he died how he died when we were in fourth grade wow yeah i remember fourth grade and she got called to the office and her dad was a tree faller and he had been he got killed uh cutting down a tree oh my so i don't that this argument of is a dangerous job no yeah you're the 22nd out of many 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 other um that seem innocuous right like you know farmer right right garbage collector right right why garbage collector um so they have a 34 to per 100,000 workers fa fatal injury rate. In 2018, there were 37 deaths, most common fatal accidents, uh, transportation incidents. Um, oh, car, like so getting car, a wreck? common cause of death for workers is being struck by a garbage truck or another vehicle. Oh, snap. Ooh. Right? Delivery drivers, traffic crashes are the leading cause of death for job of drivers in sales workers so just drivers. basic driving around it's a dangerous it's a dangerous thing to be out on the road and police the officers drive around all the time right but what do they have lights and sirens that get people out of the way right right they have the visual of if i see a cop i'm slowing down i'm paying attention to what i'm doing right right but right. but people someone delivering my amazon yeah zipping you know, in and out people zipping in and out of traffic cutting you off pissed because you're making stops whatever wow so i don't I'm, I'm done i'm done with that number eight is farmers yeah i'm assuming those you know the machinery uh crashes include tractors were the most common uh fatal injuries wow 22 huh 22 yeah, on the list Above them are uh, not even workers. top 10, right? Not even top 10 agriculture workers. I mean, think about that agriculture workers, right? Yeah. Transportation are the most common fatal um, accidents um, or then they can often occur while workers are moving between to and from work sites, which makes sense, right? If you think about yeah. a farm, a big, a big industrial farm, 
you, you think about those workers, they're just loading up onto the back of a truck and they're going to go to the next section. They're not putting on seatbelts and hard hats. They're just like, you know, yeah, we got to get to the next field. We got to get this, you know, whatever picked. Crossing guards, crane operators, construction helpers, landscaping supervisors, highway maintenance workers. That's a big one, right? Wow. Yeah, those maintenance workers. Yeah, yeah for sure. Don't slow down in construction sites. Um, so you have a plethora of people who don't carry a gun, who aren't trained to use weapons, who are way ahead of police in, in terms of in fatalities. Yeah. On the job fatalities. On the job fatalities. Right. Well, so, I tried. Me, I don't, I don't care. I don't, I, you know, and I also think about, I think about the number of uh, nurse nurses that work every day in um, emergency rooms where they see a, a number of different types of patients come in, many of which might be intoxicated, might have, you know, a combination yeah, of, of mental health, illness, which can be very dangerous and can be very uh, aggressive. And, and not those workers aren't, those nurses aren't asking for guns and, you know, they're, they're talking them down. They're, you know, they're doing the, I mean, shit, for that matter, I fucking worked crisis work where I would literally go into the community where people were having mental health crisis in moments where they were very unpredictable. I, I didn't have any fucking bulletproof or, you know, gun to protect. Now, granted, the police often went with us, but still, right? Like you have, you have teachers every day that are working. That might, that might even prove to have been even more dangerous. Right. Exactly. Yes. Often we wouldn't, I mean, we would have to have them there because it was a policy requirement, but I didn't like it all the time because that was, that would often set people off. Right. Just see if they're with us. Um, but I mean, think about teachers nowadays, they're fucking getting shot. They're, They're school shootings. Right. Like, what you have yeah. teachers having to deal with school shoot, shootings you have teachers that are having to do with with you know uh students flipping out and flipping tables so you know what I, to me that's a that's one of those arguments that try they try to get people to shut up but it's like no wait a yeah. minute uh, sorry I, I got the receipts here that it's actually not the most dangerous job that you can do and there are a lot of people ahead of you that it's more dangerous yeah, I just keep going back to this is a systemic racism issue. Policing was was invented to control slaves. Policing was invented to chase down slaves that um, escaped the plantations. Policing was invented to um, once s- slavery was ended to then enforce um, the the Jim Crow laws, right? And mm-hmm. uh, you know, and go after um, well, I mean, in Oregon, it was actually still, you know, illegal to be black and live in Oregon. So, you know, you can't tell me that there weren't police and sheriff, you know, stations, sheriff, whatever departments within even the state of Oregon that focused on running black people out of this state because they weren't allowed to actually legally live in Oregon. Right. So, and what did we see? 42% of, uh, voters voted to keep slavery on the book there again right like yeah literally 42 percent of oregon voters voted to keep language of slavery in our constitution yeah yeah what does that say you can't even vote against slavery you can't even just say no to slavery now granted 
there were some people that were saying, well, you know, because if you didn't have that, like, like they were trying to make some sort of excuse for it, right? In terms of- Oh, like to keep, preserve history? What? Preserve what? history, but it was about um, around, fuck, I can't remember exactly what it was. Around some sort of like labor in terms of prison, you know, because that was one of the things that, that, that excluded prison labor was you could not um enslave people to do work without being oh so leave it so leave it in the books that way we could use people still in some kind of servitude right exactly yeah when we won't call it slavery we'll just call it what free labor right and my thing is like if there was an issue right with removing this and it might lead to something else well then once you repeal it then you find language that is not fucking oppressive and racist to do whatever it is you think needs to be done, right? I mean, what? I, I, help me understand what needs to be done. You're well, trying I, to get I, free labor? I don't. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's not, I'm not going to be, because I don't believe it. Right. Anything, what but, are you trying to reset? Yeah. I mean, they'll reset something, but, right. you know. But the, I mean, to me, I'm just, I was just like stuck on 42%. 42. Oh, it's almost half of Oregonians said, yeah. no, let's just leave slavery in the books. Yeah. Let's go ahead and leave that. We need to keep that. Why are we, yeah. Why are we even looking at that? We need to keep that. You know, let's, let's talk about other know. things. All we these people, it. all these homeless folks, right? <laughs> we might need to keep let's... slavery in Oregon. Yeah. Because you never know when we might need it again. Right. Um. Yeah, that was fucking bananas. That was fucking bananas. Yeah. And I mean, also, how weird is Oregon just in general in the sense of, okay, it's like we we will, 42% will vote to keep slavery in, in the language. And then we also are a state that literally decriminalized drugs, which I'm all for. Like, I'm right. Not, well, that's, I mean, you know, most, most of the 100%. voters that are liberal live in you know, right, larger living. areas. I mean, the, the reason Tina is our governor is thanks to the larger areas, because otherwise yes. we might be having that one. Christmas oh, we would we would for sure be Pepsi. be saying, you know, on, you know, yeah. a blessed be the fruit. Yeah. Which actually brings me to another issue of uh, so the the don't say gay bills, the anti trans laws. Did you know that currently in Oregon, there are, I think, um, I want to say eight different laws in committee that are anti-trans, anti-trans. Oh my gosh. But is we're not obviously the sports one. Sports is one of them. You know. um, let me see if I can find it really quick. Um, anti-trans bills. Yeah, and I, I, I'm, when we talk about the whole sports thing, I'm like, you know what? I don't see women leading the charge in, you know, I don't want trans people in the sport. I, all I'm hearing is men talking about it. Well, I mean, does that surprise you, though? No, it doesn't. But I'm like, why do you care if women aren't, you know, making a statement, standing up for whatever it is that you claim that you're trying to, you know, now all of a sudden you're trying to protect, uh, you know, women, the sports, make it clean, cut, whatever. If my daughter, this, my daughter, then why aren't you allowing the mother to speak or the daughters to speak? 
Right. Why, why are you front and center talking about the inequities? And, you know, I, I just, it, it's so hypocritical to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if women aren't saying something and being the lead on it, why are you men taking charge? Seven. I was wrong. It's seven. It's seven uh, bills currently. And this is from the ACLU website. So I'm not just, yeah. I didn't just pull this off. I did learn it on TikTok, but I, right. and, but the TikToker themselves said, this is on, this is straight out. Of like the- showing the receipts for you. Yeah. So HB 3044 um, is uh, been, been um, submitted to direct districts and school boards to adopt procedures for notifying parents of specific information um prohibits classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity absent parental consent so if you wanted to talk about gender identity and gender expression you would have to have parental consent to do so uh requires parental consent before administrating specific questionnaires on health screening form and directs the state board of education to adopt procedure for parents to report concerns regarding school districts implementation of requirements requires health care providers to notify parents of minors when minors consent to specific medical treatments without parental consent wait a minute currently, currently the age to consent for your own medical care is 14 in this right state. so what they're trying to do now is kind of change it up to say hey Dang. we want yeah so if you go to the school nurse and you're 14 years of age and say, you know what, um, I'm date, I'm, or let's just say 15, 15, mm-hmm. um, I'm dating and I want to learn more about birth control. Yeah. You would have to have parental consent. That nurse, that school nurse would have to have parental consent to talk to their, that child about that because, but currently the age of consent is 14. So you can consent. Yeah. So where does HIPAA fall up on all that? And I, that's a fucking very good question. Yeah. Uh, modifies the definition of personal representative for purpose of access to minors protected health information to include minors parent or legal garden. Um, yeah, that just seems kind of, you know, when we start talking about, I saw a statistic out there that said about 92% of young girls, and that it seems high, but I can't remember if that was the actual number, but it was a high number that I was actually quite shocked spoke about being um, sexually assaulted, sexually, some kind of sexual abuse, Mm -hmm. right? And you often think of, so you're going, like you're trying to get some support, help, and all, and majority of these kids, you know, basically just want the behavior to stop. They don't want a big old scene. Like they just want the behavior to stop. Mm -hmm. So say you go to the doctor and you're like, you know, the school clinic, whatever, you know, I, I, I'm pregnant or whatever. Well, who's, I mean, I, or I need birth control because, you know, you don't go right into what's happening to you. Mm-hmm. So that would mean that this, the medical staff would have to be like, well, I got to call your parent. Get your parental consent. Yikes. Yeah. Um. So here's the other one. HB 2186 prohibits athletic, there's the sports one, prohibits athletic organizations from designating, classifying, naming, or categorizing as specific for females certain athletic activities for which participation is permitted by persons with biological sex is male. Uh, uh, uh. There's your sports one. Um, Let's see, SB 453 requires school districts to designate athletic competitions and extracurricular sports according to biological sex 
prohibits biological males from participating in athletic competitions or extracurricular sports designated for biological females, provides cause, causes of action for students and school districts. I don't know what the fuck action. I don't, what, what are you going to do? Like, what, what does right. that mean? Yeah, if you, if, you, if you don't follow it. Punishment, right? Um, let's see. SB 749 prohibits athletic organizations from designating, classifying, naming, categorizing uh, as specific for females, certain athletics for which participation is permitted. Oh, so this is the, the opposite. So like if a, um, if a uh, female to male person want, wanted to participate in a quote unquote male sport, they wouldn't be able to. I mean, I, at least I'm glad that they did it both ways because typically it's about the the M, M to F that wants to then participate. Right. Sports, right. And then. Well, somebody probably. Oh, I mean, because how often is that, you know? Let's see. 452 is prohibits physicians. Oh, here. Yeah. Here's prohibits physicians from performing irreversible gender reassignment surgery and matter. First off, nobody is performing gender affirming surgery on minors that is a big big huge gigantic falsehood that that uh minors are going in for gender affirming surgery that that's not how the process works like they will have you think that uh, the minute a youth says you know what i believe i'm transgender that someone is Mm -hmm. snatching that youth up off the street take him into some clinic doing gender something off stitching something and it's done right and like and it's yeah. like, no that's not even how the process works the process is first like oh i think i'm tra- transgender okay well let's explore that more let's get you connected with a, a gender affirming uh therapist that might help you uh talk about that let's talk about it more right. what does that mean what does that mean for you you know how do you want to express yourself there's a whole fucking process that people go through to figure out like is this what i'm experiencing is it is it that i'm transgender or am i gender fluid am i you know just you know, non-binary, right? There's yeah. a whole lot of exploration that goes into that. And then there's, okay, well, let's start talking about puberty blockers. Let's then, and, and then, okay, let's eventually move to hormone replacement therapy. Nobody's being rushed into an operating room and having gender reassignment uh, surgery the minute right. to identify as transgender. So yeah, that shit. Wow. Um, and then, let, oh, that's South Carolina. All right. Um, um, here we go. And the last one is four, two, four, seven, seven prohibit school district school boards from adopting specific procedures related to parental notification prohibits classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity absent parental consent so that's very similar requires parental consent before administrating specific questionnaires. Um, And district state board of education to adopt procedure for parents to report concerns regarding so then this is like on the state school board level to to adopt certain procedures so there's like the school level of like the school has to have Mm -hmm. notification but then now it's like okay now at the state level that so then it would be a state requirement so then individual school districts wouldn't be able to say well you know what that's not for us yeah you need to do things much like the the abortion right is the feds said nope you can't have an abortion anymore but states like oregon said we're actually going to protect that health care right for women so it's the same kind of concept yeah that's oregon it's not to say that it will happen 
But yeah. you have, you have a, that's a, a group of people pushing right? that. Yep. Much, much like, did you hear fucking that? I'll tell you right now, if, if there came a day where they said you could punch in the face, <laughs> one politician, you know, at one, one point I thought it would be old, no neck turtleneck. Yeah. Connell. But I've decided it would be Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> I cannot handle seeing her face. Her face makes me angry. So this cunt goes and submits a um, bill to, uh, it, all it says is get rid of the Board of Education, Department of Education. <laughs> That's all the bill says. <laughs> get rid of the Department of Education. <gasps> because, because why? Because the Depart- Department of Education makes it possible and allows funding for people who ha- don't have money. So for scholarship, uh, immigrants, right? <laughs> to access to um, education. education. Yeah. So because all of these, you know, because she's fucking racist. It has nothing to do with the fact that they're paying into property tax or no, paying into. Have, this you know. is funding immigrants illegal aliens these mara salatrucha the ms13 which she's convinced is like everywhere right oh it's, my god it's allowing ms13 to come in here, up here and get free education <laughs> <laughs> she is so dumb she makes me angry and that's, makes me want yeah to at the end of the day that's what i'm like yeah and she's, she's just dumb. so stupid it just makes me viscerally angry right and i'm thinking this she went around she got reelected so those that are good with voting for her are just as ignorant and as didn't you hear her ass bitching about having to work a full year <laughs> did you see that video of her out there literally complaining to the people that elected her to whom of which probably have multiple working around yeah year round right bitching about this job is so hard they expect us to work the full year and i have to be in washington for all these meetings and this is ridiculous on like a hundred plus thousand dollar a year salary wow entitled is that what she gets yeah i thought it was I thought it was in very not very much. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me look up the average. Yeah, because uh, you know, because AOC was talking about it's really not a lot of money. Um, you know, like she's uh, and now they can make money off of the different, you know, other things that they do. Well, that's the thing is that here we go. Yeah, twenty twenty two. The average salary, well, actually, we got a 2023, $174,000. $174,000. $174,000? Yeah, that's the bait. That's the salary, right? That doesn't include what you were just spending. Oh, well, that's more than that. That's what that bitch was making before she. No, she was making, she owns a fucking trunking company. Don't let, don't get it. Uh, who? She is not your average Joe, as which she tries to, she owns she comes from trucking company money. Mm. So don't get it twisted that she's some average Joe who, you know what? Oh yeah. I just represent. No, honey, you come from money and now, and, and you, you make money, not to mention you make money on all the personal appearances, keynote speaking, all that bullshit brings in money. Speaking events at, at, you know, 
um, on TV, those types of things. Like she's making money Mm. and she's out there complaining on video of having to work, having to work. So the speaker of the house makes 223,000 a year. The majority leader and minority leader of the house representatives makes 194 majority leader and minority leader of Senate makes 193. Uh, The vice president makes $250,000 a year and senators and house of representatives about 174. Now Mm. I could see AOC because AOC that she's in New York. Like that, that salary wouldn't go a a, a a long way in, in where she has to live. Right. If she's living in New York, but still to go on and complain that you have to work a full year, like you have to work, every, you have to work a full year. Oh, I'm sorry, Marjorie. All of us do that. <laughs> right. We're all out here doing that, girlfriend. What are you bitching about? Right. Yeah. Ugh. Well, this just says that, I mean, I'm looking at her because I'm like, I don't know, for some reason it says her and her husband were owners of Tyler Commer- Commercial, a construction company. Mm-hmm. based in something georgia and she's previously started and sold across a crossfit gym i don't know what that means yeah she yeah yeah uh, i'm not getting that she's you know well she wasn't from rolling in it no by any means but she wasn't destitute well as she like tries to claim right right mm. yeah i can't stand her though i can't stand her I can't. Stand yeah, her. I, can't, I can't stand. I, I want to. I want to. She physically. I want to just be like in yeah. the gut. I just want to. Yeah. Face yeah. makes me angry. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um. Her net worth is. Let's see. Seven hundred thousand. That's what they're claiming, but we don't know what kind of debt. You know what I'm saying? As much as $50,000 worth of shares in Trump's Ah. media venture. (laughs) Uh, Well, there you go. So that lower that down. So we don't know how much debt is more pissed because she invests her money in stupid shit like that. Right. Right. Like, are you really just bad? Cause you don't No, She's a grifter. Yeah, exactly. Grifter. So we'll, we'll be seeing her wealth go increasingly higher the more she Exactly. you know continually grifts off of those that well, actually, you know are willing to support her this one says her net worth is 41 million so that includes the assets well i don't know so her salary is 171,000 her um net worth is 41 million so she has 22 million in assets 7 million in mortgages and loans 10 million in investments Four million in business income, and then she has donations and gifts upwards to seven hundred thousand dollars. I have to see that, uh, you know, her uh, IRS. She's not. The point is, she's not destitute, right? No, she's not even close to that. So, (sighs) all right. Well, I I didn't really have any stories. Those are more my complaints i guess oh i got stories <laughs> so you got a story you want to do and then i do have i wanted to talk about uh stress yeah well you just stressed me out so <laughs> <laughs> talking about that yeah anywho's i don't even want to give her no more time uh so i do have a how would you rather 
Oh, oh, I had a, you know what? I had some, I, I don't think I ever saved him, but you go first. I might've, okay. it was so long. It could have been a year ago when I saved him. <laughs> so when you were talking about tree, you know, trees, forestry, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This came out in October last year. Yeah. Uh, California tree trimmer dies after falling into wood chipper. <gasps> yeah. A tree trimmer was killed Tuesday in the San Francisco Bay Area after he fell into a wood chipper. <sighs> the man whose name was not released was working in the city of Menlo Park shortly after 1 p.m. when he fell. Officers arrived to find the man dead from injuries sustained after his fall. The state's Division of Occupational Safety and Health is investigating the man's death. Ugh. <sighs> yeah. Can you see yourself like the other lady in the meat grinder, right? She was probably, he, were, they, were they like feeding the chipper and the guy? No, he fell from on high, I'm assuming, fell from they the tree. Bob and he fell into the chipper. Yeah. Like he's trimming whatever, right? That's how I see that because he fell into the wood chipper. Oh my God. But he could have, I mean, I see those wood chippers like you're, it's, you know, you're on the ground and you're just, yeah, yeah where they're the, up in. Yeah, you're feeding. Yeah. So this says some dude fall, fell into, not unless he's, you know, doinking around the, the tractor trailer or whatever where the machinery is at. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, my thinking when you were saying that first was like you're feeding a bunch of stuff in, right? And like an arm, like some gets caught on a branch and it just right you fall in that way. But it could be like a top top loader chipper, and so maybe he's above it, feeding stuff in and ooh, it falls in. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, uh, fucking goddamn. Yeah, because you would feel that shit before you die. Uh. Depend, yeah, I don't know if your head goes first. I, I mean, have a bit of like there would be a moment of oh ah! shit, yeah, there would be that oh shit moment. Oh shit, yeah. oh. and imagine yeah. the workers around him trying to get oh. to kill switch. Oh. And... Yeah, no, thank you. Reverse, then no. you have to do that reverse button. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But although I think compared to, you know, wood chips and stuff and our tiny little, you know, our soft fleshy bodies, I would think that, you know, the wood chipper would just be, yeah, you know, I mean, no problem. It'd probably be very, very quick. Um, but, but again, until it hits the vital organs, you're not dead. Like it could chop the shit out of your legs and you're still alive. Yeah, you bleed out like once it hits yeah. the femur, femur artery and you'll bleed out. But initially, I don't think that the dude up went in feet. legs first. I think the dude went in, whether it's hands sideways. or, yeah. Sideways. Yeah. Can you imagine if you went in legs, but you'd be screaming? Your ass would be screaming. I'm telling you, like you would, you would know you're dying. You would know because you would be no way to stop it. You could yeah. not respond fast enough to stop it. Yeah. And that's why they're number one, right? That's why they're number uno. I believe it was landscaping was on the list above 
uh, police officers. Wow. Yeah, I think so. I think I think it was. Um. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I I I still I think my still go to one was sleeping on the side of the road and then the lawnmower comes and takes you out landscaping supervisors which you know that falls into that category i think yeah um what most common death is workers uh falls which occur when working from heights performing tasks such as tree trimming there you go so 15 on the list oh they're 15 15 on the list oh snap all right well i ain't doing that kind of work no i think i still want the uh what was the other one the die instantly when you're shot at your birthday party oh yeah yeah like they surprise you yeah yeah shoot you in it you're instantly dead because <laughs> then you're happy right your spirit is surprised and happy as right a, as, as a- you <laughs> i don't think that was instant though was it but there's also the Yellowstone one too, because you 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 just burn up immediately because that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see they identified? There was a story, a follow up. They identified you, the floating foot. Right, but based on all of that, there's got to be way more dead bodies that have been tossed in. Oh, I think so. That maybe just were never discovered. Missing people. I'm thinking maybe the foot was only discovered because of the shoe, right? Right. right. But, I mean. That's, I mean, that's a potentially good way of, you know, maybe that's where Jimmy Hoffa is. <laughs> telling you, <laughs> you know, deep in one of them geysers. Takeaway from all of that was there's got to be a lot of dead bodies in those. Yeah, but then I'm like, I wouldn't want to be the one to say, hey, let's go dump them in the geyser, you know? None, either one because of them killing people. So we don't have to think about it, right? Right. But I'm just saying, like, you know, are you going to go out there, you know, to carry the dead body out there? No way. I mean, if I were to kill someone and let's just disclaim, I have no intentions of killing, of killing anybody. (laughs) Yeah. But if I needed to get rid of a body and I lived in that area, right? Like, so where, where is the Yellowstone, Uh, Montana? Uh, uh, Yeah. Montana and Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah. So if I lived out in that area, then yeah, that would be a viable way of to get like, oh, you're going to get rid of that body. It's going to be obliterated. Right. Not like on Yellowstone, the movie where they go out to the highway. That uh, I, right. And dump can- dump can- bodies can- in the body. little ca- canyon. Me nobody ever. Nobody. Finds- as many bodies. It seems like that's like a grave, a grave boneyard. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't Great see. Station. You couldn't see the, you know, the. Uh, vultures up in oh, the air yeah uh, yeah right like yeah, why, why are you yeah, come on yeah yeah and nobody going up there at night and yeah give me a break yeah that whole show anyway yeah, i mean i watch it. On it i watch it and i kept watching it but i had to, the whole explosion like, of the office of any reality people shooting stuff, stuff up and not a fbi not a cia up a whole office building on right and oh right all we're relying on is local sheriff and police (laughs) yeah give me a break yeah break oh yeah all right you got do you want me to talk about stress since i stressed you out 
Yeah. Um, because we've been we were talking the other day when we were supposed to record, and we were talking about stress, and then we were talking about the compounded stress of being a person of color in our society and challenging racism and oppression. Mm-hmm. And this could go for you know LGBTQ and da, 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 but so historically marginalized people that then have to one live every day with the stress of oppression around them everyday microaggressions and then also the stress of confronting it and so um i knew that i had read something in this awesome book i'm not mm-hmm. we're not getting paid for this but if somebody but if uh gabor mate wants to pay us and <laughs> sponsorship here at what do you bring into the table um his newest book the myth of normal trauma illness and healing in a toxic culture um i'll tell you first why why i love gabor mate's uh work is he really gets down to what happens to our bodies when we experience trauma or and or stress right because most people hear trauma and they're like big t trauma oh it's big t trauma it's big t trauma right things don't count right and he actually distinguishes it right he distinguishes that there's big t trauma and there's little t trauma right and but stress over a lifetime is a form of trauma in your body so uh he talks about um now this there was this study was particular towards uh african americans and caucasians but you could draw the correlation as if your skin is more melanated you're probably experiencing this so um, another study observed higher rates of inflammation, African-Americans and Caucasians, an epigenetic effect that remained even when compared to those of the same socioeconomic class. We found that experiences with racism and discrimination accounted for more than 50% of black white differences in activity of genes that increase inflammation. And Ooh. so why is that important? Because when we have more inflammation in our body, that's actually what leads to more diseases. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about stress and trauma being a precursor to potential disease. It's because disease. stress causes inflammation in our body. Mm-hmm. And, um, when that happens, we have, um, let's see, where, where's my other one? I'm, I bookmarked these things. Um, I can't find it now. Now I lost it. Now I lost it. I have my little tab here, but then I lost it. Um, so I wanted to take it back to our conversation of what happens when we have conversation with other people, like we're in a meeting, say, say I'm in a meeting and I'm just, you know, listening to what's going on. And then someone on the meeting says something that to me is like, okay, that's a microaggression. Okay. That's racism, you know? And so then I have to sit with this question in my body of what do I say now? Right. Because nobody else is saying anything. Mm-hmm. everybody else is just do, 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 going along in the meeting and i've had this experience actually recently where um someone was taught we were talking about racism and we were talking about racist comments and um you know a person had made this kind of comment about well you know kind of what constitutes racism and what doesn't and i could feel the visceral response in my body and what happens when we have the visceral response in our body, that means, okay, now my fight, flight, or freeze mechanism has just engaged. My mm-hmm. threat 
part in my brain, my amygdala, cortisol level going up, and said, "Okay, we're we're in threat, we're in danger. Now we have to do something." And when I did, when my body does that, it pumps it through of cortisol, all of these stress hormones that are meant like stress responses is natural and it, and it's needed, mm-hmm. but it's not needed necessarily in everyday life. So and having a dialogue, right? And so then I'm sitting with the reaction of all of this in my body, the physical response into my body. And people will say, well, why do you do that? Like if it's, if you're having a conversation, why is your body responding that way? And why do you think, let's tell the people why? Yeah. Cause we've had to endure these conversations all over the place on top of other things that we've endured. Mm -hmm. So when we start engaging down that road, it's never ended well. It's never ended in conversations that people are like, oh, I get it. It ends up in blaming. It ends up you're irrational. It ends up you're lying. It ends up you're this, you're that. You got a chip on your shoulder. You know, uh, yeah. And too much into what that person is saying. Next thing you know, you're losing your job. You're retaliated against. You're isolated. Nobody can talk to you. You become unreasonable. All of these things that happen to you that continue to increase your stress level. And then in 10 years later, when I'm sitting in a meeting and I hear something because all those things, not 10 years later, because let's, let's not get these folks thinking, right. oh, it takes 10 years before Throughout no. the 10 years, right? It continues to happen, right? It yes. It, but it's happen. that one more incident. And it's, and it's still even 10 years later in 2023 response in my body. Yes. That I had when those things were happening because that yes. trauma is real and the body keeps score and the body remembers because you're sitting there saying, am I going to put myself through this all over again? Yeah, Cause I've been down this road. Many I know times. what it looks like, but like up into including what you just said, you're overreacting all of the invalidation, the gaslighting that happens to up into getting fired from a job, right. You're being a troublemaker and you're making racist feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, hashtag my truth. Um, hashtag Tori's truth. Um, Google me. You'll find out. <laughs> So, oh, I did find, so I found the part about stress and, and, and acute stress and first chronic stress. But what I wanted to point out, cause what we were talking about, like that visceral response, all the things that go on in our body. And so over the long-term such hormonal surplus, so the cortisol, the adrenaline, all of those hormones that are needed to respond to threats that if we don't utilize them for what it's meant to be, will be stored in our body. And here's a list of things that happen. Uh, makes us anxious or depressed, suppresses our immunity, promotes inflammation, which we already know inflammation leads to disease, narrow blood vessels promoting vascular disease throughout the body, vascular disease, aka heart attack, um, encourages cancer growth, thins the bones, makes us resistant to our own insulin, in- inducing diabetes, mm-hmm. contributes to abdominal be- obesity, elevating the risk of cardiovascular metabolic problems so my fatness has always been blamed on myself right right and then right. no doctors ever talked to me like how much stress are you under at work right was on oh you're a person stress. of color right man you yeah you've dealt with some right? crap yeah throughout your life that's why yeah um impaired as essential cognitive emotional circuits in the brain elevated uh blood pressure and increased blood clotting risking of heart attacks or strokes 
So all of those things happen to people that have chronic stress over their lifetime. Mm -hmm. And uh, oppression, racism is a form of chronic stress of which many times we have no way of controlling it. Right. I can right. work to control my stress level, whether it becomes to work, whether it becomes my relationships, you know, I can exercise do around that, yeah. but how do I control for racism and oppression and everyday microaggressions in my daily life? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the, that means part. every time I wake up, uh, little zips of cortisol, right? Because we're very leery. We're, we go right into the office. What's going to happen next? Who's going to say something? And all of this is not something that we're thinking of. It's not like I, that's how what I'm waking up to. Right. Because the body will do its own, you know, it, it's assessing it, its surroundings unconsciously. Yes. Right. I think, it says, I think it's something like five. There's a five to six second delay for the threat center of our brain, which is the amygdala to, yeah. because we're constantly scanning unconsciously right. scanning our environment, all of us, right. All yeah. of us are always scanning our environment for threat, right. Our brain is. And then amygdala part, which is not the executive uh, prefrontal function, context, the function yeah. is, you know, takes the, 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 the thinking center. That's right. The, that's the, the one that makes sense of That's it. That's the panic button. Yeah, panic button. It takes about five to six seconds of of delay before it says, "All right, we gotta we gotta fucking fight, fight or free. We gotta right. get the fuck out of her. We gotta beat somebody up because right. we're in danger." So, like, right. exactly what you're saying, as people of color, as LGBTQ, add on like all multiple different identities, right? So, think about a black trans female walking through her workplace. Mm-hmm. And her body constantly being on edge in that almost ready to pop, you know, off because yeah. the threat is real. Yeah. The threat is real. Just because you see it, can't see it, and just because it's never happened to you does not mean it's not real. Right. So mm. stress, people, <sighs> stress of racism, oppression is fucking real. Right. Wow. And and, like and that, right? statistically, we already know because, you know, they tell you, hey, higher rates of heart disease in right. communities of color, but, higher rates of diabetes in communities right. of color. But up until I, now, mm-hmm. up until recent years of the, the study of trauma and all of these beautiful things that have come out from it, it was always lifestyle. Well, mm-hmm. you know, right. it's all that soul food you eat. It's all those tortillas you're eating. It's mm-hmm. all that. Now, I'm not saying that those don't have an impact on our body, right? What we put in our mouth that obviously mm-hmm. has an impact on our health, but it's compounded mm-hmm. by. Yeah, that's not the major, stress. The, stress. Yeah, the major issue. Society that is literally oppressive to certain groups of people. You know? Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. And don't get me started on the disease of obesity of which our medical establishment does not acknowledge. I heard right. um, recently- 2020 did uh, expose Yes, on that. that's what I was just going to say. Yeah. 80 to 90% of doctors- Yeah. Will discriminate- and, we've said, and we've made the comments on it on here before 2020. Like right. we would be like, we go to the doctor, lose weight. We go to the doctor, oh, just lose weight. It'll go away. Yeah. I have a new knee in part because of that. Yeah. Because six, just lose weight. Six, seven years ago, I went to an orthopedist doctor to say, 
my knee's not working right. Things are going on in my body. Like I can't, like it hurts all the time. I was, you know, having all these symptoms. At the time the doctor saw me, her answer to me, she didn't do an x-ray. She didn't do an MRI. Her response to me was, you need to lose weight and stop playing football. Yeah. Yeah. 2022, I had a total knee replacement because my knee was done. Dunzos. Yeah. Dunzos. And even in this process, let me tell you, let me tell you, the orthopedic, the other orthopedic doctor that I saw that did the surgery, great doctor, like nice. I will say he was a little bit more understanding. He did you know, like, oh, you know, I'd really like you to lose 10 pounds before surgery. Yeah. Okay, I'll try. And I did actually. I fucking did. I worked my yeah. ass on a on a knee that basically wasn't there. Right. And after the surgery, he said, Yeah, you pretty much had nothing left. <laughs> oh, we want you to go out there and uh, you know, exercise to get yeah. that uh extra 10 pounds off. Right. Like, so yeah, so this so you're in pain as you're taking 10 pounds off yep oh i was in some yeah i i rode that wheel till it fell off wow i mean there was a point that i was exercising i was like, well it doesn't matter anyway it's not going to hurt right. any more than it's already hurt so i just right. kept doing it but it was painful it was painful yeah. it was painful and um you know i'm still in the recovery process and it, it's still i still have pain but i'm doing a lot better and but i know now this will actually you know, subside. But I think about that moment six years ago when I'm sitting in front of that thin, you know, that thin doctor yeah. who clearly now I know because 2020 did the, the episode on it. Um, Knew nothing. 60 minutes. It was 60 minutes. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. It was one of those. Yeah. Um, the 80 per like you pretty much any, the majority of yeah. doctors will discriminate yeah. because I'm obese. Right. The, the minute I walk in the door, it doesn't become about who I am as a person, they see fat and they're convinced it's because I'm fat. Yeah. Cause all I you're have, doing is, uh, eating that, yeah. you know, fast foods multiple times, you know, lazing around. Right. Eating. I'm not working, which to me, like, that's the frustrating part because I have been, if anything, I have been a person that has moved my body my entire life. Now, granted I had sedentary bouts in my yeah. life like where I got a little bit lethargic and I wasn't working out regularly and doing stuff like that but I've literally played a sport since I was five years old yeah I picked up a bat to play t-ball I have played some form of sport. and what was it they said something about I don't remember what the stat was about hereditary you know yeah, that it was pretty high of obesity is 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 hereditary it's right genetic right so I was already losing the fight before I even tried. Right. Because it, it's my family. That's right. Which means that you gaining weight is a lot easier than, say, somebody that right. didn't have it. Right. You know, that wasn't hereditary. Exactly. exactly. And because of that, all that shame, the guilt, the this, the that. And I'll tell you what, in my almost, and I'll be 50 next month, in my 50 years, I have not one time been told by a doctor you know obesity is genetic and i know that you're trying really oh hard. yeah not once yeah not once yeah not once not yeah. one fucking time have i been have I, because they know my health history i mark out like all that shit like parents you know what yeah. you have so that's in their records right so but not once did any healthcare provider say yeah i it's it's hard i under 
yeah you're doing everything you can to to stay as healthy as you are right not once did they actually say actually the first time was prior to surgery you have to go get one yeah. c tested and your heart tested and your cholesterol to make sure that you know under anesthesia you won't die or yeah. that they do you know all that stuff they gotta yeah. check your that was the one time when the nurse from the orthopedist office called me and said hey we got your labs back you look everything looks great you're you're in great health i said wow i, I know thank you wow because the wow. only number only two numbers healthcare has ever focused on is my weight and my BMI, which don't get me started on BMI because it's fucking rooted in racism. Yeah. And, yeah. you know. And then those are, yeah, if you could get all of those things down, you wouldn't be having any health issues. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which that's another form of stress, right? Like the stress yeah. that we feel in larger volume. Well, and, let's, and let's be for real too, because it's just, it's not just in the doctors, right? Mm -hmm. Then your doctors are telling your family, ah, she got to lose weight. And then yep. you get the pressure from your family from, oh. you know, and then from in the school and yeah. yeah. So there's pressure everywhere right. about looking a specific way. Right, exactly. Yeah, and if you don't look that specific way, you know, something's yeah. wrong with you. It's, it's a personal flaw in yourself yeah. it has nothing to do with anything outside of you just don't have the 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 self-determination and willpower to put the door yeah. right and that's not true but <laughs> I, I could, yeah i yeah. literally like again because i've done athletics my whole life when i was a power lifter and i was in the best shape of my life power lifting i still was in a category of obese and my bmi was uh troublesome right I was, I was in, I would love to be in that shape again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it was never acknowledgement, right? The, again, I wouldn't, wouldn't, when I would get little injuries here and there, because, you know, right. you know, 200 pounds here and 300 pounds there, there was never like acknowledgement of the great shape I was in. It right. Was Even though you were that size. Right. I think I saw like there was, um, I want to say on TikTok, I think it was girls in rugby or maybe soccer yeah. that, that did this TikTok that said, hey, we want to dispel some of these myths about what, um, you know, the scale says mm -hmm. and what it looks like amongst the players. Right, and they were like, yeah. right. And they were like showing, like, we're just going to say 130 pounds. Mm -hmm. The differences mm -hmm. with all of these girls' shapes at the same 130 pounds. Yeah. It's like a vast difference. Right. Mm -hmm. And some of them, like you would be like, oh, they look really trim. Others, you're like, oh, girl, you need to lose a couple pounds. But they were all the same weight. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was like, I was like, whoa, okay. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. All right. All right. You got another story? Uh, I always got stories. Um, let's story, see. Story. We've been topic. We'll, we'll finish on a story, an actual story. Okay. Well then, uh, blood pressure up. You want a blood pressure up or a blood pressure down? Let's bring it um, down. Let's 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 ease out of it. We've had a lot of increased cortisol on this episode. Uh, okay. So let me see. Um, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
oh shoot the story to, was taken off but woman rescued after falling in toilet trying to get phone oh, how do you fall into a toilet i'm gonna tell you toilet? i'm gonna tell you because i read the story but i as i'm putting oh it God, up it's, it it's like gone like out oh it was one of those yeah it was one of those toilets that you know uh the, ground, the vault toilet yes but it was exactly the a, vault. A camping a camping yes yeah she goes into the bathroom has her you know has her phone slips out right into the actual bin homegirl tries to oh, reach on at that point done no i'm getting uh, a oh, no no no, no, no. i'm getting a new phone, no. a new phone. Uh, that that's what i would think homegirl tries to reach for her phone oh. falls right in into the into the toilet tanky <laughs> thing and cannot get out so like screaming for help tingling, like she's stuck like halfway oh in. no she went all the way in yeah she went all the way in yep ain't no legs ain't nothing yeah ain't yeah she went all the way in um they had to <laughs> now mind you screaming for help deet, deet, deet. somebody finally heard her ambulance firefighters everybody who else could help they finally rescue her rear end pull her out of there uh, yeah. oh i'd be well I, i'd be shaving my hair i'd be shaving every stitch of hair on my body i would sit in a bath of bleach <laughs> yeah yeah but i'm like why I mean, I'd assume maybe the phone was right there, like, you know, didn't sink. Like maybe, maybe it just, thought she maybe it landed on a bunch of toilet paper, right? right. And just, oh, I could get it. I could get it. Yeah. No. I'm, ass I'm assuming that's the only reason why she tried for it. No. I mean, at that point, I'm like, well, I guess I'm getting a new phone. I <laughs> mean, it's sitting there. It's staring up at you. The lights are there. You're seeing it. Nope. Nope. I might try to go see if I could get like a stick that like maybe I could do a leverage and lift it out that yeah. way. Like I wouldn't give up on it, but yeah. I would not catch myself reaching into a vault shit toilet <laughs> ever. Me, I'd be like, hey, out of order, people. I am sorry. My phone fell in there. I see it. Ain't nobody going in there until I can, like you said, until I can get a stick, until I can get something to try to work. Try to see if I can get my phone out like, of it, right? I would like, you know, maybe. Get and I'm also debating about whether yeah. to get it because I'm like, I can't clean it. Like, how am I gonna? I can't soak it in bleach. Level of sanitation would you have to put on that phone before you'd want to? Oh, in and you oh yeah. Up next to your fucking face. Yeah. Scrolling on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like, oh, I guess I'm getting a new phone. And then now, that's a privileged way of speaking, right? So we don't know who this person like, potentially right. is like. I don't got that. I can't. I can't afford a new phone. I don't know. You're true. You're right. Correct. But I, you know, I, I'd really have to. But again, okay. So if I was in that scenario, right? Like, I can't afford a new phone. I yeah. would like, okay, let me go try to find a stick. Let me try to think of how. What would there would be some way to fish it out, right? Like, right. Go like I'm. I'm assuming like thinking it's like at a campground kind of situation, right? I'd like be a going and scoop of some sort. Hey, does anybody have something, you know, tongs, anything. tweezer? I mean, not tweezers, but you know, something, anything, something that we to could, scoop it up in. Yeah. And, and, and even if I skipped, scooped up shit along with it, you could, you back. know, 
the bucket could just, you know, you spread it out and then you just grab your phone, right? And yeah. then you do your thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You reach down in there. Mm-mm. You reach down in there, fell right in there. And also, number two, not the poop. Yeah. <laughs> also, that's why you always go to the bathroom with someone else. They don't have to be in there with you. But I will not. When we go camping, I'm like, Andy, I got to go to the bathroom. I make him walk to the fucking. Yeah. And stand outside. Yeah. I, and me, I'm like, that's why I'm like, I don't do that type of camping. Like that kind of camping. Yeah. You don't. No, like- I'm not doing that. Cause I, you know, the smell in itself as you go in there is like fudge sickle. And you're just yeah. like, oh, holding your breath. I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> I, I got to find, I, you know, I got to find where I can. You got a flush toilet. You got to have a flush. Yeah, I got to have a flush. <laughs> yeah. I, I do. Cause yeah. 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 I can't do Oh, that. God. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember to say how long she was in, in stuck in there before they got help? Darn it. Uh, probably not that long, but I just don't remember. I don't think it was like days or, you know, hours. Well, I'll um, just say this. And I, I, you know, and I'm like, a minute is too much. A minute right. is too long. Yeah. You know, I'll say also this. Well, that's what, that's why I'm lucky fat being fat. Because <laughs> there you go. I ain't going in that little hole. Even if right. I thought about reaching, right. my my fat ass wouldn't fit through. <laughs> hey, and isn't that good to have a big ass right there? It's like, hey, I got my phone. Pull me back up, people by the feet. The ass is the wedge to keep you from falling in. Fucking slide that extra me. donut did it. Whoop! <laughs> Able to reach my phone. That's where they'd be saying, "You're so lucky. You're fat." Yeah, so exactly. Fat. She survived. <laughs> Fat save my life. <laughs> right. As long as they ain't coming. Hey, Tori, we need your fat ass to come up us get the, get the phone out of the toilet. That's when it's gonna go twisted, right? That's when it flips. Now you flip the script on me. <laughs> For real. Oh. Yeah. Well, we did it. We recorded yeah. an episode. Uh, if we have any listeners out there, uh, thanks for coming back. Um, thanks for being here. Uh, you know, how often would these happen? We don't know. We don't, we don't know. We don't know. We're going to try to it do it. Weekly. It might be every it, up. it might be once a month. Yeah. Because um, we're still busy. We're still doing no, things. Right. You know, we still got shit happening. Um, me a little bit less because of my knee. I'm not out there doing it. I'm not out there disc golfing yet. But yeah. that's going to come. That's going to come probably. That's going to come. Um, yeah that's gonna happen summer i'll be back out there hopefully yeah before so so but now you got an episode out of us it's been almost a year um hopefully everyone's doing well and um stay safe up there lower your cortisol level Mm -hmm. you know do things to relax you help you stay calm whether that's be mindfulness or some form of, of mindfulness, it does. You don't have to sit on a cushion for 20 minutes. Mm-mm. You can find other ways to pay attention to your body. Um, yeah. Don't let, don't stay get, out of the boat toilets. Don't let the meditative elite try to tell you that, oh, the only way to meditate is this way. It's, it's about paying attention to your body. Um, and what is it? What is it? The stories never end. Crazy never sleep. Uh, yeah. Crazy never ste- sleeps. The stories never end. That's us. They haven't ended. We just, no, we just had to take a break from them. Right. <laughs> they don't take, yeah, we don't say they creep at you and they get, they increase your stress levels. Yeah. 
So yeah, we're just gonna take a little break, and yeah. so we're back, and we'll uh, we'll try to keep this up for however long it happens. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Until next time, nos vemos. Adios. Daisy, Daisy, what's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy? <laughs>